Good morning. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Trevor and the Finisher, who's on the line. Good morning. This is my Happy trying for Tuesday, Yvonne. Good morning to you. I am doing well. How are you doing this morning? Okay. Great, great, great. Good to hear. You have a good day, okay? Okay. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning, Yvonne. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, Miss Kindness. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. I love you. Thanks, Miss Gloria. <laughs> Good morning, Kindness. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Love you as well. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trouble in the Finisher. I'm the greeting this morning. Anyone else just join the call? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy trying for Tuesday. So much static this morning. If someone has their phone on mute, please mute it up. Mute it. You're not going to say anything. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. The last Tuesday of the month, last day of the month. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning? We love to hear your sound. Good morning. This is Joyful. Joyful. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. I love that name. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Do we have any men and brothers who want to say good morning? Any first-time callers want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy Renner, the finish, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We shall declare victory. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? I'm 
morning, y'all. It's quiet. It's quiet. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Dion Didi. Dion Didi, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Traffic Tuesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Praise God. Anyone else? Good morning, Sharina. It's Didi. How are you, sis? I'm doing well, Didi. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, grateful, and blessed. My mom is 82 today, my sister 59, and my mm-hmm. nephew 16. God is wow. amazing. So I just want to share that. Yes, ma'am. Wow. 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 Okay. I mean, happy birthday to all. That's your mother, 82 years old. Happy birthday. Okay. I'm going ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please check their phone to make sure their phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charina Definition, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure to call in during the month of October where our monthly theme is entitled Sonship, which declared we're focused on establishing and certifying our knowledge and understanding of our sonship through Christ so that we can walk in our true identity in Christ. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, TNT Bible study tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss a teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely reach your spirit. There was no prayer request minute from the app, but we, I do have a prayer request from Rochelle. Please pray for Angela's family. Also, prayer for Caitlin's, her her daughter-in-law, for complete healing and recovery, and to cover baby DeLuca's life assignment. Thank you so much. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. I need ambassador to pray this morning. Do we have any ambassador that wants to pray for this morning? I'll pray, Charina. It's Didi. Thanks, Didi. Thank you so much. Can you just repeat um, Rochelle's prayer request, though, so I get it correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so the so the prayer request is for Angela's family. Angela, okay. And also her um, daughter-in-law, Caitlin. Praying mm-hmm. for complete, complete healing and recovery. And to cover baby DeLuca, D-E-L-U-C-A. Uh-huh. Life assignment. Okay. Thank you so much. And the declaration Thank is you. from Jacqueline. 
Then we go right to close the conference, close I declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise is BD, declaration, Jacqueline. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from 1 Corinthians 2, 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until I start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to Didi. Everyone, please have a blessed, safe day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Father God, I thank you. I thank you so much just for this day. I thank you for another chance to just get this thing called life right. Ooh, we honor you, we worship you, we give you the praise, and we give you the glory that is due to you. Lord, thank you for just another chance to get this thing called life right. Lord, thank you that you decided to, to blow your breath in our lungs so we can cry out a praise to you, God. We thank you for the ability to see, to hear, to move Thank you, Jehovah Jireh, for providing for us. Thank you for this prayer call. Thank you that we are able to get up every morning and call in and get a word. Call in and love. Call in and fellowship. So, Father, I thank you for that. I thank you just for another chance at this thing called life, God. We know that yesterday is over. Tomorrow is not promised. So all we really have is this moment here. People are here today, gone today. So we have to be grateful for the right now. So, Father, I thank you for October 31st, 2023. We won't see this day again, but we will rejoice in it today. So I thank you. I thank you for Charina always being so warm, welcoming, and loving, and kind. I thank you that Sister Jacqueline will feed us with your words, God. I thank you that you've already poured into her so she can bless us this morning and replenish her, God. You heard the prayer request. You know what Angela is asking for in her prayer for her family, for her daughter-in-law, and for just the baby DeLuca. God, you know his life assignment, healing power for that family. You know all about it, God. I thank you. I just thank you, God, and I trust you. We have to believe we receive when we pray. We can pray and pray and pray, but we got to put our faith activated. We got to trust your word because you are a man that cannot lie. Your word is your bond. Thank you that you are a non-changing God. The only thing you change about us is what we believe in. We got to believe when we pray. God, we also got to learn to listen so we can hear from you. Oh, I thank you this morning, God. I thank you. There's nothing too hard for you to do, God. Can you mute your line, please? Father, I thank you for each and every declarer. I thank you for each and every victor. You know exactly what we are in need of. So we could just pour out a praise to you and say thank you because you are Abba Father. God, no matter what we are facing, our mountain highs and our valley lows, you are with us. 
We don't have to worry because we are never alone. Your word tells us to fear not. You also remind us to cast every care on you because you care about everything that concerns us. And I know we have some concerns today. But if we really trust you like we say we do, we can just walk in it and know that you got us like you did the time before and the time before that. It's a heart posture this morning. We pray day after day. We get on this call day after day. Our heart posture is what matters to you. There's a key to this thing. Obedience is trusting you to be God. Walking in unforgiveness, walking in grudge holding, and all of that is not of you, God. You are not an author of confusion. God, I thank you this morning for just clarity. I thank you this morning for just another chance to say, hallelujah, hallelujah, it's the highest praise. I give you the highest praise because you deserve it. I thank you for Dion's obedience. I thank you for her yes. I thank you that she's radical. Continue to bless her and bless her indeed. Bless her sons. Bless her mother and her siblings and her nieces and nephews. God, thank you for that woman of God. God, I continue to, to call on my sister Tanya as she's away. Just continue to cover and keep her, God. You know all about what everybody is going through. Thank you for those who are out in the element that you will keep covering them and keeping them as the weather is changing. I thank you for Minister Philip Watson and his team that's out there giving coats and stuff to the people, the immigrants. I saw that. That is a man after your own heart. Bless all those people. Anybody that's, that's unhoused or just in a place of transition, those that are fighting mental illness, those that are fighting that ugly cancer, diabetes, lupus, high blood pressure, all of it, broken heart, whatever it is, those that are caring for elderly people, those are, that are caring for children with, with special needs, God, bless us all. Those that are in the midst of a, a marriage that they don't know whether they're going left or right, those that are single and desire to be married, that you're trying to figure it out, those that are raising children and the children seem to have lost it, touch everybody because only you can because you are God all by yourself. There's none like you. So we thank you from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. It's your name that's worthy to be praised no matter what we are facing. And, Lord, I thank you especially for allowing my mother to see 82 years and she's in her right mind. God, I give you praise. Thank you. Continue to bless and keep her. My sister and my nephew, that's a blessing to have three generations. So I thank you for that blessing. I thank you, God, and I thank you for those who still have parents on the line, that they would just love on those parents and, and be patient. God, and for those that have children that may be having difficulties, remember what you did. Just love. We need love right now. We need love and understanding and compassion and grace. God, I thank you. I ask that before any victor joins in praise, because we're praising this morning, that you check your heart posture. You, you ask God to forgive you for some things that you know you have said, done, or thought that's not pleasing to him. We're not perfect, but we want to be perfect, perfected in him. So I ask you to join me in just a praise. Just take your phone off mute and just begin to give God a thank you. Give him a hallelujah because you're here today. Hallelujah. Thank you for 
Father. Hallelujah. God, you're so worthy, and we bless you this morning. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, you're worthy, Lord God. We extol thee, and we exalt the Holy One. Your name alone is worthy to receive glory, honor, and praise. Majesty, hallelujah, and dominion belong to you. Father, we thank you today. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. We bless you, Father. We exalt you. We lift you up. Bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. Worthy, 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 God. Worthy, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you for never leaving us, Lord God. Thank you for being a comforter. Thank you for being a very present help in the time of need. Thank you for healing us of all of our diseases, Lord God. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you for equipping us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving us power when we feel Thank you for being a prophet and keeper. Hallelujah. Thank you for never rejecting the promise that you have spoken. Thank you for keeping your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you the glory, Lord. We thank you for just another chance to open up our mouths, God, and give you praise and give you thanks. We don't worry. We worship. We just give it all to you. We just cast it at your feet for real because you are a good, good father. Father, I call out Bubbly to you this morning for healing, God. I call out Michelle to you for healing, God. I call out all those that are fighting God, you know all about him, and you are Jehovah Rapha on this side or the other side, but we know that you are God. And so for that, I give you praise, God. I give you praise. I thank you, Jesus. There's none like you. Heal those hearts that are broken. Somebody's brokenhearted this morning in places they didn't even know they needed your hand. They needed your healing. Souls are wounded, but you are a wound healer. Hallelujah. You are a soul healer. So I thank you on this morning, and I give you thanks and praise. Please remember to mute your line as Sister Jacqueline comes to give us a mighty word from God on this last day of October on Sunship. Sister, it's in your hands. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the greeting. Thank you for the prayer. Welcome, everybody. Good morning, and happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It truly is. Um, just an amazing day to recognize what the world says about this day. But I've been excited knowing that October the 31st <laughs> and what we might, we loosely uh, consider this day, but we know that this is the day, hallelujah, that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. One of the first things I thought Jesus said, I come in the volume of the book. Everything that was written and even what was not left record for us, he walks in that. So as we've come to the end of these 31 days in the month, and for every Monday through Friday that has preceded this day, I thank God that he met us, that he has been here, 
And as we continue to accept sonship, uh, I realize that that is those terms, those words, there are some people who have heard it. And I think um, Brother Phil, he said it when he spoke, that some people are still wrestling with that, but that's okay. Uh, that didn't change. That didn't change what God said. That didn't change the declarations. But I would that on this last day, maybe that's you, maybe you needed to hear one more message. And I pray that it's God. I know that it's God that would do it, that would settle it in your heart, that he said what he said, <laughs> and he meant it. There's some people who say, they, there's a phrase, I said what I said. There's even, um, it's initialized and maybe an acronym. I said what I said. You can find it on social media posts. If you've never or ever wondered what that was, just initializing those words, I said what I said. God means what he said. Our interpretation of it has come along and it's gotten us in trouble in some places along the way, but God meant what he said. When he could not find another name to swear by, God himself said, well, when Moses asked him, who shall I tell him, Sidney? Tell him I am. Who? What's the rest of it? I am who? Fill in the blank. God, wait, I'm waiting for the rest of the sentence. Okay, I'll finish it. I am that I am. Tell them that's who sent you. I am that I am. Today, I want to talk to us about sonship again. We're going to finish this month strong. Amen. I thank God for this opportunity. Father, I thank you even now for this 31st day. I thank you, Father, that we have lifted up our sound of praise unto you. Your word declares, Lord God, that you inhabit the praises of your people. So that may they be an incense unto your nostril, God, and that you would meet us in this place. I thank you, Father, for everything that your word will do today. And I trust your word to be true, that when you send your word out, it always accomplishes what you send it to do. I thank you, Lord God, that it will prosper in its season. It shall not return unto you, void. And God, you've expressly stated some things. And so, Lord, we just remind you of your word and we declare what you say. And our charge, as your word says, is to believe. When Jairus was fearful and the report came in the midst of him coming to his house with you, Lord Jesus, alongside him and the interruption of the healing of a woman. But God, you're able to do more than one thing at a time. But you immediately looked at him and you said, only believe. So God, I pray that you would help our belief this morning, even as we continue to pursue you, the things of you, as we seek you first, the kingdom of God and your righteousness. You said you would add all of these things unto us. So for the one who's waiting for something, God, help them to see that it comes after the seek. That's how it works. So we seek you this morning. We seek you. We seek your kingdom and that it would be established in the earth that we are your ambassadors, Lord God. And we would take up our cross and follow after you, doing exactly what you told us to do, not finishing another person's assignment and leaving ours vacant. No, but God, doing what you have called and assigned each and every one of us to do. Thank you, Father. Lord, I bless you and I honor you. I pray it in faith. And it's in the name of Jesus. Glory to the Lamb. It's in the name of Jesus. I pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all, we're going to do a little teaching, um, and we're going to get through this. Amen? All righty. If you've heard me before, 
I, I love words. Um, I want to make sure that I'm using them correctly. And that means that I need to know what they mean. And in a, sometimes in a literal sense, I may literally hear a word and I think, oh, that would fit there. But if I'm not certain of its definition, I won't use it. I have sometimes found that I used a word and realized the application of that word in that space was incorrect. And you're, oh, man. So I want to tell us what a definition is. What is the definition of definition? Well, <laughs> does that sound weird? Well, definition is a word. A definition is the act of defining or of making something definite, distinct, or clear. Definition. It's the formal statement of the meaning or significance of a word, a phrase, an idiom, etc., as found in dictionaries. Definition. We're going to connect this. Definition, definition, definition. Well, definition has a root word, and the root word for definition is define. There's a word inside of definition that we make that smaller to define. What does it mean to define something? Well, there's a definition for the word define. And defines definition is to state or set forth the meaning of a word or phrase to explain or identify the nature or essential qualities of or to describe, to define and to de and a definition. Well, I said about God, when he could not find another person to swear by, he chose himself. He chose to use his own name. We oftentimes will make a definition ourselves. We will put something together and call it something and then define it. This is what this means. So we're making up words as we go. There are words that exist today that did not exist before. Twitter was is a is a thing that has happened in recent time. This was not something that they knew in the days of Egypt and slavery. Snapchat. Interestingly enough, I am uh, very acquainted with and a and I love and appreciate American Sign Language. And American Sign Language, like any other language, has had to add words to its vocabulary as there has as there have been matriculation or addition to languages. So how do you sign a word that did not exist before? We have to make the word up. We have to make up the sign. So there's some things that we have done as, as civilization has evolved and we have added definitions. For us, we need it. But the problem with that sometimes is it can go against what God has said and challenges us. Sometimes these definitions that we create or these new words are because it feels better to say it this way. It doesn't sound so harsh. I might have talked about this before, but some of you grew up in households where the word lie was forbidden. It was not allowed. It was considered a bad word. But a lie is a, is, is, can be defined as an untruth, a statement that is not true. It is, it is a lie. But there are those who might have been told, don't say that word, say fib, or he didn't tell the truth. Well, why? Because maybe lie just sounded too harsh. Doesn't mean that lie was a bad word. It was just not a word preferred in your household. But yet a lie is a lie. A lie is what it is. So yet we make things nice sometimes and we choose other definitions. We are being faced with this in our society presently as it relates to our pronouns. 
and how we are referring to individuals and their gender, their sexual orientation. And this is not what I'm here to talk about today, but it's a part of what we're going to finish strong, this sonship discussion for the month of October. She, her, he, him, they, them. Wait, wait a minute. We have these pronouns that we've grown up and this is messing with us. And I'm not exactly sure how we do this. There's different languages. I took French for four years and there's certain words that have a feminine, um, are feminine and some are male. The word book, la livre versus la livre. A, a person who speaks French would say that that's incorrect if you don't have the right association before an inanimate object, a noun, a book. But here we are using this for humans, for male and female who don't want to be, they don't want, they don't like the word lie. It don't sound right. So I want to use fib. I don't want to be referred to as this. So call me that. And we've made some adjustments. And there's legislation to support it. Definitions. Definitions. So when we hear the word son, this has come up on this call this month, it would be very easy for us to immediately think male child male child. And then we read a scripture and we find out that we are all the sons of God. And if you all have had any experience in the church, you have heard people read a scripture and where it says he or man or son, someone will take an ill-advised liberty. That's my opinion, ill-advised liberty to say daughters and sons. When God couldn't find anybody else, he said, I am that I am sent you. These words that are left record for us, when he said sons, there are, we need to look at the root word, if it was the Greek word or the Hebrew word, and what did he mean? And there's one son definition that means mankind, but there's one son definition that means male child. There's no legislation in these United States that will uh, will hold up in the courts of heaven. And what God said, he meant. And so let's not argue with the text when God said the sons of God. Let's not add our, have y'all heard to not add to or take away from the word? So when we're reading and we say, because we don't, we think somebody in the audience or someone in the congregation, someone in your hearing might take offense to sons, and it must have meant daughters. Well, did he mean daughters or did he mean sons or did he mean both? There are times when you read a text and it means both. But when it, when it means one, you stick with what he said. And then you let them talk to God about it. Don't you, don't you go adding to or taking away from what he's already said. So having been called the sons of God, let's go there. That's, we're going to go to Galatians chapter three. I had, I had my text marked, but that's okay. Uh, Galatians chapter 3, 26 is what's on the flyer that you all may have seen this month. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. But I want to read something to you from chapter 4. Chapter 4 in Galatians, verse 4. But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, Subject to the law, God sent him 
to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. We further read, we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. I want to submit that our Western eyes or our Western hermeneutics, hermeneutics, Darius Daniel says, is a big word for a lens in which you see it. So when you tell a story, you have your hermeneutics. There's the Rochelle hermeneutics, the Jacqueline hermeneutics, the Dee Dee hermeneutics. It's the way that I see it. So when I tell the story, I tell it through my lens. There may be a component of words and dictionaries in mind. There may be a component of, of workouts or this or that, whatever you, how you see it. The challenge with hermeneutics is if it's not based on the word of God, I need to qualify it and say that this is the way that I see it. Let's think about eyeglasses for a moment. If I take my glasses off and give them to someone else, it's likely not going to work because my prescription is set for my vision. And people will say, ooh, you can't see. Not the way you see. But these lenses are for me. This is the way that I'm able to navigate the world through the lenses according to my eye strength that has been determined. And the same for you. And it happens the same way when we're talking and we're explaining things. We all have a way to use a hermeneutic, an explanation, a lens through which I see it. You may, only, you may not have used that word before, but really that's what it is. It's the way you see it. And you might say the way I see it, the way I see it. And we usually use that when the way I see it is different than the way someone else sees it. That's your disclaimer. That's your qualifier before you make a statement to someone who you might think, know, or believe would see it differently. They've just said something to you and you want to counter their comment. And maybe you're trying to be nice. And you say, you know, well, the way I see it, that's giving room for their position to exist in the presence of yours, which is now different or contrary. But we need to agree with God. We need to say what he said. So let's ask this. Let's think of these two words, son and bride. Son and bride. When we hear those, we immediately, most of us, would assign a gender to that. A son is a male child and a bride is a woman getting married, right? A female. So we have a male and a female delineation assigned to two words by our definition, a son is this and a bride is that. I so appreciate uh, Phil when he said this because I was thinking, I've thought this a number of times and I know there are people who think it. Some of the men, and when we hear that we are the sons of God and when you read that scripture, a lot of men might not have a problem with that because they're already a son of a mother or a father. A woman, however, might say, well, they, somebody must have wrote that wrong because I'm not a son. I'm a daughter. I'm a female. And, and you mean to tell me God got it wrong? Is that what you, is that, is that your statement? Is that what you want to submit? But then we have the opposite. When we read that we are the bride of Christ, we are the bride of Christ. A lot of women would say, well, that's easy to identify with because as a woman, women are the bride in a marriage. They're the bride. 
And a man might say, now they must've got that wrong because I'm no bride, I'm, I'm no woman. You were okay when it was son, but now that it's bride, it's not. And for the woman, you were okay when it's bride, but now that it's son, you're not. God said what he said and he meant what he meant. God makes declarations and pro, he pronounces a thing and it shall be. He said what he said. Let's teach a little bit about the word bride, the Hebrew word for bride. In Hebrew, a large proportion of the words are derived from a root word comprised of three consonants from which the word attains its meanings. We're not speaking English. These, the Bible that we read, having been translated but in various languages by different people with their own lens, King James had his own hermeneutics, hence this and thou and thus. We take the scripture and we're trying to explain it to somebody and we're telling it to them through our lens. If I were telling my children something, I'm telling it to them in a way that I understand and also with a way that I believe they can understand. So we're using synonyms. We're using stories, something that they can reference. But a word, these words from Hebrew and Aramaic and Greek, back to the original text from Hebrew, a word, a, the root word is comprised of three consonants. And that's where it got its meaning, not what we think it means necessarily. Though it may not seem possible for those of us who don't speak or read Hebrew, understanding the meaning of a word becomes quite intuitive once the root word is recognized. So what does the word bride mean in Hebrew? We're going to talk about sonship. We're going to talk about sonship. But the word bride, we are the bride of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. That's what the Bible tells us. He is the bridegroom and we are the bride. And he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. The origin of the word, the origin of the word in Hebrew for bride is kala, K-A-L-L-A-H, kala. The Hebrew word for bride is not well understood, and it's faced with a double meaning, bride and daughter-in-law. The primary, which is the primary and subordinate meaning, which one is it? Well, that's also not known. But despite our lack of knowledge regarding which is the principal meaning, there's a lot to be said about how the word bride in Hebrew got its meaning. A primitive form or root, the word kala, listen, represents uplifted hands extending toward the bridegroom with an open and empty heart, asking him to fill her with his presence. So as a believer, one hungering and thirsting after God, imagine that kala, a, to describe myself as Kala, the bride, one who has my hands lifted, extending toward the bridegroom, Jesus, asking him to fill my heart with his presence. My heart is open and empty. That cannot be limited to a female. When men raise their hands, are you too asking God to fill your heart as Kala, the bride? of the bridegroom. 
it said that the sages chose the word kala to represent the Hebrew word for bride because a bride should fill her heart with the hopes and desires of her bridegroom while hers waste away. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. A man and a woman can agree that we want our heart emptied of the desires of this world. Well, let me say this, a man and a woman who are truly after God's heart. If I really want what God wants to find my life, I have to be willing to lose mine. I want you to empty, fill my heart with hopes and the desires of the bridegroom. God, what do you want for me? What do you want for my life? Kala, the bride of Christ. But sonship, I don't want to be a son. Well, to be a son means you are an heir. And in order to be an heir that I can be adopted in and receive the promise that God has said, this is how you get it by being called a son. So do you want to forfeit the promise and, and interject a term that you better understand and identify with? I don't want to be called, a, uh, I don't want to be referred to as she. Call me he. Seriously? That's petty stuff for this world. But as it relates to the things of God, I want us to know that God has declared us sons. And by being a son, glory to your name, we are heirs to the promise and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. To be called anything else would take you out of that. It does not change your gender. It does not change your capability to procreate, to have children or to not have children, to have a womb and not have a womb. Those are things that we use to define male and female. And the world is rewriting definitions all the time because we simply don't want to line up with what the word says. Legislation, really? Yeah, really. Well, I have a story for us this morning. Numbers, Numbers chapter 26, Numbers chapter 26, verse 1. After the plague had ended, the Lord said to Moses and to Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, from the whole community of Israel, Record the names of all the warriors by their families. List all the men 20 years old and older who are able to go to war. This meant male men. That's what that meant. Men, men, men. List them. Well, there was a reason why they needed to be listed. Let's go to Numbers chapter 27. We're talking about sonship. And things that happen as a result of being a son, the promise that God has given. But in the Old Testament, when you understand how things were passed down, it was passed down to the son. That's how it was. Numbers 27, verse 1. One day a petition was presented by the daughters of Zelophehad. Zelophehad is a man, and he had five daughters. Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milcah. And Terza. Their father, Zelophehad, was a descendant of Hepher, son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, son of Joseph. Why am I reading you genealogy this early in the morning? Because I want you to be able to trace it. I want you to be able to go back. These women, not men, these women stood before Moses, Eleazar, the priest, the tribal leaders, and the entire community at the entrance of the tabernacle. They have leaders, they have their leader, a priest, 
And these five women have come to make a petition to Moses, their leader. Verse three in Numbers 27, our father died in the wilderness, they said. He was not among Korah's followers who rebelled against the Lord. He died because of his own sin, but he had no sons. Why should the name of our father disappear from his clan just because he had no sons? Give us property along with the rest of our relatives. This was an unusual petition because up until this time, things were handed down to sons. Now we got a problem. There's five daughters, five women who are realizing that as the distribution of land is about to be made, they are about to be left out. And in the culture at this time, women who had no male over them or connected to them, it was difficult to live because that's how they were provided for. Now, this is about to get worse for them if you all are about to give some things. Not only is our father's name going to be wiped out, but how are we going to be cared for and provided for? They felt it was unfair. There's some things that are not defined that we need to go before God and petition him. There's no, there's no cure for this. There's no law for this. There's no provision for this. But God, I know you to be a God of the impossible. I need you to move on my behalf in this way. I've never seen this done before, God, but these women are a great example for us, not just women, but men and women. Verse seven of Numbers 27. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. He didn't act hastily. He didn't say, well, we don't have a policy, uh, policy number 678478, paragraph A, article one says only men, so you're just out of luck. Nope. Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord replied to Moses, the claim of the daughters of Zelophehad is legitimate. Come on, God. You must give them a grant of land along with their father's relatives, assign them the property that would have been given to their father. And give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If a man dies and has no son, then give his inheritance, glory to your name, to his daughters. And if he has no daughter either, transfer his inheritance to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers. But if his father has no brothers, give his inheritance to the nearest relative in his clan. This is a legal requirement for the people of Israel, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Five daughters. They were not 20-year-old males. Therefore, their name was not listed when the distribution of land was about to happen. But they decided, there's no way y'all about to leave us out. I'm not about to sit over here as, as a woman and say that I am going to forfeit the blessing because of my gender. So they went to the leader and they spoke up and they said something. And the leader, come on leaders, there are things that might be presented sometimes that we don't have an example. We don't have any history with this. Take it to the Lord like Moses did. Present their case to God. And God came back and said their claim is legitimate. And this is what you're going to do. 
continuing with the Pharisees and Sadducees reading the letter of the law, so many things still happening with Jesus on the scene to women because what they read it and how they saw it as women, women were not allowed, women couldn't, still, still fighting for women's rights in these United States. But thanks be unto God in the kingdom, we are all declared sons, and therefore we have been made heirs, joint heirs with Jesus. Definitions? What are we arguing? I'm not no son. Do you want to benefit from the promise and be the heir? That's what God declared concerning you. These women, their names, so that we can locate ourselves. Mala's name means disease. Noah's name means motion, as in in the time of the exodus while leaving that place of slavery. Hagla's name means partridge, an inhabitant of rocky hillsides. Milka's name means queen, and Terza's name means favorable. So I think that covers a spectrum of a lot of places or conditions in which we may be found geographically, our physical health, our stature, what we feel, if I have been, if I have experienced dis-ease, if I have been found ill, if I'm going through something, if I am moving or exiting from a place, if I'm in transition, if I'm living in a difficult space. If I've made it to the mountain and I'm experiencing, we're, we're queens, kings and queens. We're, we're royal priesthood or favorable. It doesn't matter if I'm in the valley or I'm in the mountain. On the mountaintop, I'm considered a son. They, oh, thank you, Father. Therefore, I have been made a joint heir with Jesus to the promise that God made. And I don't want to do anything to wipe myself out or disqualify myself from the promise that God has made for me because I can't agree with a, a term, a definition. I would rather call it a fib. Okay, when it comes to fibs and lies, do that. But when it comes to son and sonship, no, no, no. Let's just only believe back to it. J. Iris, don't you worry about what they said. He didn't say that. He just looked at him and said, only believe. This is the work of the follower. This is the work of the called out one to believe what he said, to believe on the one that he sent. Believe my words. What did he say? What did he say? A definition to state or set forth the meaning of, to explain or identify the nature or essential qualities of. We are sons. And as a result, we have been made joint heirs of the promise. These five daughters, their names would not have been listed because they were not men. But thanks be unto God that did not cause them to not receive the promise. They were able to receive the inheritance. Their father's name was not wiped out. Why should our father's name be wiped out? They even said, he's, it's not like he was one of the ones he got swallowed up by Korah. No, yes, our father died, but we're still here. We still got some living to do. And we want to be counted. We want to be included. I haven't heard this in a long time, but this is coming to me. Has your name been written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Okay. 
because we want to be, when we leave this place, to know that I'm going to be translated from life to, re, from this to reward, from labor to reward. I'm leaving here and I will be with my father forever. The promise is to the sons. It's what he said. So through your lens, with your prescription, take them off and see it the way he said it. Apply his hermeneutics. Let the blood of Jesus be applied to your vision, to your understanding, that you can accept that you have been accepted in the beloved, adopted into the family as his own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. Kala, I'm extending my hands toward the bridegroom with an open and empty heart, asking him to fill my heart with his desires. I am the bride of Christ too. Yeah. So in English for son, a male child, daughter, a female child, bride, the woman at the wedding or at the courthouse, wherever the marriage ceremony is being performed. But as it relates to the things of God, son means heir. Bride means the one God is coming back for, his church. So we're going to stop apologizing and inserting our own English whiteout or, um, uh, yeah, that's all I know it to be, but it used to be, it was liquid at one time, but whiteout, I'm going to go in and correct this. God doesn't need us, he, no, don't correct what he said. He said, he said what he said. He meant what he meant. That's not just us. So come on out of our pride and arrogance. When I say something, I mean what I said, but when God said it, I need to, I need to modify that just a little bit. Hold on for a second, y'all. When you copy and paste that scripture from the Bible app onto your phone, make sure you put slash her where it says him. No, did he mean both? Sometimes he does. Sometimes man means mankind. It means humanity. But in this, oh, he meant what he said. I thank God for this month again. Sonship. Sonship. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your faithfulness to your word. I thank you, God, that what you have spoken, you shall bring to pass. You're watching over your word even now in the earth to hasten your word to perform it. We remind you of your word, Lord God. And I thank you, Father, that you're even ministering to the hearts of your children now. Lord, help us to come out of our definition, our understanding, and just agree with you for how can two walk together unless they be agreed. So we agree with you, God. We agree with you. Help our unbelief in the part we don't understand, but may it not cost us to disagree with what you've said. Help us to come into alignment with what you've spoken. That and that alone is what we desire to walk in. God, I bless you and I honor you. And it's in Jesus' name. I pray and give thanks. We are sons in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, family, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I'm going to open up the call at this time. Open up the call at this time for any men that are on the line, any men that are on the line that want to say hello, 
that didn't get a chance to say it earlier. Everybody was quiet this morning, but for any men on the line that may want to say hello, uh, the floor is yours. Come on in and greet us this morning. Let's hear your sound. Good morning. Um, I appreciate the work this morning. Having me, but I really, this is uh, Kenny. Good morning, Kenny. God bless you, brother. Good morning. It's Jonathan. Good Great declaration. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Any other men want to say good morning? Lend your sound. The floor is yours. All right. At this time, if there are any first-time callers, first-time callers that did not say good morning and would like to at this time, this is your time to say good morning. Any first-time callers on the line that didn't greet us this morning that want to offer, lend your sound at this time, the call is open to you. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, not a first-time caller, but you're here this morning and did not get to say hello in the uh, in the initial greeting, but you want to say good morning to declare victory. Come on and say good morning to us. Good morning. It's pretty good. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Nakia Knox. Good morning, Nakia. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning, Gigi. I heard someone else. Good morning. Good morning, Mary Victor. Good morning. Good morning, Jacqueline. It was me, Moxie. Hey, good morning. Hey, Moxie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Joy Oh, sorry. Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Good morning. There was someone else. Who was that? Good morning, oh, Joyful. Said, it's glorious. Good morning, Good morning glorious. Sir. Good morning. Good morning, it's Deidre. Good morning, Deidre. Good morning, Good Mary. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. All righty. Well, we're going to go into love, life, and victory. And this section of the call allows us to make comments, ask questions, observations. What did you hear today? What questions do you have? Um, if someone else begins speaking while you're speaking, I'll try to help moderate that. But we want to hear from you. So just give us a moment. But we want to hear from you this morning. Love, life, and victory. Let's go, everybody. Who wants to You anybody have a question, comment? Observation, let's go. Good morning. I was trying to say good morning, the AP, DD's AP, Mindset's AP. <laughs> oh my God, that was so amazing. I mean, oh my God, you hit every point. If I tell you, I love the way um, it's set up where, you know, that laugh, declare comes in and declare, you know, 
the whole month, you know, put it together as a summary. Oh, that was so dope. That was so dope as you were speaking right before you said what you said <laughs> and what he said, what he said, um, the feeling someone else's assignment and leaving yours vacant. Mm-hmm. Man. I think you need to tell them that again. I don't think we get it. I don't think we get it. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. This is so good. And then um as you were speaking, the Lord said that as we go out today in the marketplace, do not allow the date today, October thirty first, or the titled Halloween dictate the day. Walk in sonship, walk in authority and pray about everything. Don't allow what some made normal the normal. Pray in authority. Be ye holy, for I am holy. So grace share. Yeah. I'm with Thank you. you, Shell. That's it. Come That's on. Yeah. It's Tuesday as far as I'm concerned, right? We know we're not ignorant concerning the the enemy's devices. So there. Right. I'll take a free piece of candy, but other than all the other stuff, I'm good. Amen. Love, oh, life, and victory. Hey, Moxie. Hey. Oh, God. Hey, Jacqueline. Hey. Hey, it's Christina. That was hey, such, Christina. Such, such, a, um, such a good. <laughs> uh, hey, that was a, a great description and a picture that was painted concerning even the breakdown of the word son and the hermeneutics behind it. Um, that was just beautiful. And so, um, you know, it, and, it's, and it's for both the Old or the New Testament. Like in the New Testament, if you look up in your strong concordance, son in Galatians 3.26, it says the same thing. It's for anyone who is... Um, Whoever is God is their father who's been born again. It's not it's not determining a man versus a female, even though the word itself is mm-hmm. a masculine word, so to speak, in the Greek, like you're saying, even with certain languages, they have a feminine or a masculine connotation. But in the wider sense, it's a descendant. Yes. <laughs> it's just yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Come on, pronoun yeah. versus descendant. What you want which one you want to go with? I'm gonna go with descendant. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm a joiner, period. I'm a joiner, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Christina. Hey, Jacqueline. This is Dee Dee. I hey, agree Dee. with Rochelle. Hey, awesome, awesome. And I'm glad it's you talked the last day. And like I shared before, my mom's 82 today, and, and my sister is 59, and my nephew's 16. So you can imagine growing up with this day being such a big day for my mom and my sister and what it's been made into, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. being mindful of that and something else that you said about like in 2023, I was at an event and not being rude, but I said, Oh, to this young lady that her hair was really beautiful. And somebody tapped me and told me that it was not a, uh, it was a guy, but they were dressed as a girl. And so, like I said, the confusion of not trying to offend someone, I'm not trying to offend God, if that makes sense. So I didn't say anything, you know, I just, I just, cause I didn't want to, um, how do I say it? I just, I saw I was quiet, but I started praying and I mm-hmm. said, that's what's going on now. You don't know 
um, like you said, it's it's not about the pronouns of the descendant. So I'm just saying mm-hmm. that we have to pray like never before, especially in schools and stuff like that, because everybody wants to be addressed as a shim, a him, a her, a the, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a lot of confusion that, that we're not supposed to have. So I'm just grateful again, how you, you it's, this declaration was so deep um, and it would be in a, the last day of sonship. So thank you. And I always love listening to you because you have a teacher sound. Like I, I, I just really listen in when you share. So thank you, sister. God bless you. You're welcome, baby. God bless you. Questions, comments, observations, anybody? It's love, life, and victory time. Joyful. This is glorious. Thank you hey, for Gloria. that excellent, excellent declaration. I I, I love uh, how you really put a bow on the the entire month and the fact that and you you um, continue to identify the fact that we're actually married. We're in mm-hmm. we're, we're the bride of Christ, and that yes. that we. And then uh, I think it's Romans seven. It talks about that we are we're now married to another, and so we we don't fall, we don't um, go back and commit adultery and all that kind of stuff. But I thank mm-hmm. God for the clarity of knowing I'm a son of God, I'm an heir and joint heir with Christ, and God, Hallelujah, has written written my name in the Lamb's book of life, and the yes. purpose that He's prepared for me. He's already prepared me and equipped me to do it. So I thank God for him for that. And I thank God for you for just declaring and making it very clear. So thank you, sis. I love you. Love you too. Thank you. We have time if you're here and you're wondering. Good morning, Moxie. Go ahead. Hey, no, I was just here thinking too. Thank you so much for that declaration. It's just so beautiful and clear. And what it really made me even understand even the more is study and, and, and show yourself a You get what I'm saying? Because one thing about um, translations, interpretations, and all that stuff, you know, it can get confusing if you listen mm-hmm. to the next person or if you, you know, going about it that way. And for me, um, what I love for me, when now that I understand that, that he is nigh, that I, I can um, seek the word for myself and get understanding, it just totally changed my whole thing of understanding, like, as who I am and who I am. But it's just that t- all these translations and, and whatnot, and, you know, of course, languages. And uh, in my mind, I was like, wow, Father, you know, Holy Spirit, I need you to truly guide me. You, you, you said you was going to lead and guide me into all truth, all, you know, lead and guide me, you know, so I would not um, um, just put myself, you know, down a path that is untrue or even, you know, will be stuck in a in a place where I don't understand, like for me, you know. Um, because growing up for me, you know, the I I wasn't the smartest, you know, the brightest, you know what I mean, and I understand how I learned, you know, I mm-hmm. I get that on today. I don't beat myself up about that. You know, I understand that I have to hear, you know, while I read. You know, it does that for me. And then when yeah. I re- you know, it just it's it's a it's a a tool that helps me. So once I, I grasped that and understood that, like, no, you do it, it's your your way. You get your understanding, you know, that way. So it's just been a blessing for me. So for me, I understand that we, Moxie, have to seek the word herself to get the understanding. 
you know, and even when, like you said, looking up the words and finding out what they mean, it just brightened me up. It brightened me up. Like, wow, I didn't know that. And then, you know, how Dion, she showed me how to go into the similar words. And, you know, that's what mm-hmm. mainly what I begin to understand it from. Like, oh, that's the word I would have used, you know? But anyway, I, I'm rumbling right now. But what I, I really love that you broke down of getting us out of our head of all these different languages, translations, speak, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. That's what I really got, you know, because he's going, the, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal. He's going to reveal and lead us to all truth. And yes. I'm going to stop right there because I will keep talking. <laughs> well, your comment, Moxie, makes me think about the quote, um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But the Bible is right. not intended to be art, right? So when you look at a piece of art or listen to a song or a piece of poetry, you say to the to the one who wrote it, tell me about this. What does this mean? They tell you, but it's left up to the person listening to a song. We've applied meanings to songs over the years only to find out the writer of the song was writing about a dog, was writing about a building, was writing about a, a dark time in their life. But with God, he tells us, Holy Spirit, will, yes, the word, he will reveal to us. So we don't read the Bible like art and let it be, oh, this is so beautiful. Because what we will do... Right is we'll find a passage of scripture that says words that apply to our situation. Oh, it says right there. It says right there, heaping coals on their heads. I'm about to go burn them. I'm about to go, uh, yep, that's what that means. (laughs) Is that what that means? But we will take it out of context. So we lend ourselves to the revealer, Holy Spirit, who lives on the inside of us. Help me with this. What does this mean? What does this mean? I don't want to be walking out here in error. God, the word of God is the inerrant word of God written down by men, translated over by many different people, but he's still available to us. So ask him, what did he mean? God, when you said this, what did you mean? And he's faithful to answer us. He is, and he will. Yes, he is. And, and you know what Thank I just you. thought about too, Jacqueline, um, was the, um, the name, the name of God, right? Um, a lot yes. of, a lot of um, yes, you know, it's like, where you get Jesus from? You know, his name is um, um, Yahshua. You know, I, I hope I said it right. Yes, you know, when I had found that out, I was like, hmm, that's what his mama called him? Well, that's what I want to call. You know, <laughs> wait a minute. But at the same time, my sound, you know, my sound all these years, always Jesus, Jesus. And then, and then my spirit, I was just, you know, struggling with that with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit convicted me like, no. He goes by many names. He knows he's Jesus. He's, you know, you know. So in my mind, it was just like, okay, I get it. You know, all these translations and everything. It's in my heart. He knows me. He yeah. knows who. You know. So yes, it was just like, wait a minute. I want to call him what his mama called. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Thank you, Moxie. Anybody else? Questions, comments, observations. That was awesome this morning, how you pulled everything together. What is your Cash App? Oh, uh, Cash App is dollar sign J, the number four, truth. Jacqueline for truth. J, number four, truth. Thank you so much. This is Miss B. I'm just sitting here. Ah, it was really, really awesome. I'm going to listen again. Be blessed. You too. Thank you. God bless you. Good morning. This is Prosperous. 
Good, Good morning, morning everyone. Um, enjoying the conversation. So many things are coming to me, but um, one of the things when you were speaking, I got was one of the images when you were talking about sonship, and you know, there's so many in kingdom or kingdom walk. Uh, so many things don't make earthly sense. Like I re not recently, but like in the last ten years, learned that an angel is not a man or a woman. I literally just learned that within 10 years ago of my walk. This walk is, I've always, for me, it is, it's so beautiful because uh, God does, he reveals so many things. Holy Spirit reveals so many things in years and years of a walk, at least for me. Like um, you were talking about scripture. Um, and I don't know if it's taken it out of context, but there's a scripture that I might have read, and it really carried me through for something that I was going through in a difficult time in my life at that time. And I could see the same scripture, and Holy Spirit will reveal so something else about it. It's just, but it, I know it's, yes. it's all true. And yes. so um, when you talk about sonship, talk about, you know, a lot of these things don't make earthly sense. Angels, you know, you think it's a woman. How is that a woman and not a uh, it's gender? gender neutral or whatever. There's so many things, but I, I'm reminded of my dear late father, uh, earthly father, love him, miss him so much. And he's been gone for 20 years, but he, I was one of four kids and he just took me everywhere with him. And I really believe to this day that like God had him for me because he would always be a loud house and I might just mumble something. I want ice cream and he'd go bring me ice cream. He just always could hear me. He, he heard me. And wow. but he took me around, and I was like five years old. And I remember he, I'd be going somewhere down. I grew up in um, Richmond, the Richmond area, and there was a Discount Mart. He used to love going to the Discount Mart, and he would, and he was from there. Like he went to Richmond High School, and he'd run into friends all the time. And I remember this man said, you "No, know, we were at a gas station. I was little, and he said, "Man, you spit her out." Now that must have been a term from back in the day, and but I knew what it meant. Like I just looked just like him. And as a child, a daughter, a girl, I was thinking, I want to look like a man. I don't know. If my mind was uh -huh. like, I just, uh -huh. you know, I love that now. <laughs> Looking back, I, I mean, that just brings my heart joy to remember someone said that I look so much like my dad. They said I, uh, he spit me out. So I just um, tying that all around to just God's word. It is so, um, it's so not, not what the world would think. And so just getting into that word, like Moxie was saying. So thank you, everyone, for your share. And thank you, Jacqueline. I agree with Dee Dee. I just love your, your um, how you speak, because it is like a teacher. It's very practical, and um, I'm very blessed by it. So have a blessed day, everyone. Have a good day, Pam. Thank you. Anyone else? Good morning. Um, good morning. I said, I said, good morning. Love the declaration. That was that was the formula. What I wanted to say was hot dog, <laughs> hot dog, hot diggity bow. Um, as many times in my life as I've heard those two places, and I've I've never been one to be like, oh, I'm I'm a man. I'm not a bride. But it was because I understood it. But I never put the two together. Like, we we will say, one group will say, we are the sons of God. And somebody will say, no, I'm not a son. I'm not. I've never thought to, that they were on this. They, they run parallel. 
And mm. everything you said today makes so much sense, even to the point that it it should make you read a scripture and then you want to go, okay, God, I see what this is saying here, but what are you saying with it? What? How is it that this 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 meets in my life? What are you saying right here? Show me every part of this scripture. Reveal to me what I need to know about this scripture. And it, it's, it opens you up to all that God wants you to have when you begin to ask him. Don't just read it at where it is, but when you begin to say, okay, Lord, what? how do I apply this to me? What's my application for this? And it causes you to look at it and be like, oh, my God. Like Moxie said, and Moxie, to you, bravo, you you breaking this thing down. Uh, like she said, it, it causes her to look at some words and then go look at the other words that look like, oh, I know what that word is. And then we, right. and all of that brings us to Second Timothy, I think it is, that tells us to study to show ourselves the proof. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Yes, yes. Oof. Listen, because if we can rightly divide it, we can wrongly divide it, right? (laughs) Right. Man. And then I heard somebody say something about, I'll take a free piece of candy. I will too, but I've learned on Declare Victory, be specific, because if I say give me a free piece of candy, please don't bring me licorice, Twizzlers, or candy corn. So, Lord, we thank you for free candy, Starburst and caramel chocolate. Oh, make your request known. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mm. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Anybody else? Hi, this is Mary. Good morning. Thank you so Good much morning. for that word. The powerful word. Uh it was so on point. Sometimes I think what we do, or I should speak for myself. <laughs> As a parent, grandparent, you say, I meant what I said, and I love the point that you brought home. You said, Does God, in his word, he means what he says. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can, I can say, oh, that part doesn't apply to me. I could just leave that alone. But I've learned, he's taught me that his word is his word. And I just want to thank you for um just bringing that up because we, as I know, as a, um, like I said, as an, as a parent, when I tell a child something, I said it, I said it, I meant it. Don't, don't even read nothing else into it. Just do what I say. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> he helps us God. all the time. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate this and thank you all. God bless you. And for allowing me to just share this time and, and be with y'all. It's such a blessing. God bless you, uh, Angel. God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you. (laughs) All right, y'all. Some of y'all, y'all going back to sleep? What are we doing this morning? Anybody else? Maybe get some time back. Okay. Well, continue to share, declare victory. Many people um, share how this call has transformed their lives and continues to be a trusted source 
a watering space to grow, to be equipped, to be strengthened, to be corrected. The word of God does all of that for us. So continue to um, support and participate, but tell other people about it too, so so that they can come alongside. And as they come, they can tell someone else. God is serious about fruit production and he's into multiplication, not just addition. You can get something done faster when you multiply than when you add. So I pray blessings upon us today that as we leave and prepare for this day, as we go out fully equipped, don't leave without your armor. Don't leave. Somebody might need to go back in the house, get your armor on, put on the whole armor of God so that we can withstand uh, the enemy, right? So Father, I pray blessings upon us today. We thank you for your word. Thank you, God. As Pam said, her father in the natural said, he always heard me. I thank you that you always hear us. And we are confident that when we pray, you don't only hear us, God, but that you answer us. Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And we will continue to declare victory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, have a blessed day, everyone. Yeah, have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Everybody. Is that Yvonne? Yeah, I was trying to take her off, but it's static. <laughs> we love it's you, girl. <laughs> love you, girl. <laughs> Have a blessed day, everyone. Be safe out there. Uh...